Okay. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It is Casey with Two Worlds Podcast, and with me as always, it's the sultry poison ivy to my chaotic Harley. It's Jake. How you doing, bud? I'm I'm wonderful, man. How are you doing? I'm not doing too bad, man. Good. It's uh, how's your day been? How's your day been? Oh, not so bad. I've been in a been in a grain bin. We were working on that, so that's you know. Not ideal, but you know, whatever. What about you? Lots of, lots of hacking up some grain stuff. Not so bad this time around because uh, over the weekend. So, fun fact this is just my house. Ever since I moved in, uh, my lock had been kind of shitty. And then, like, the key wouldn't come out. And then one day, I just. I was trying to get the key out, wouldn't come out. So I grabbed some pliers, get it out, and then I broke my key. So I was like, well, gotta go get a key. So I a uh, new lock. So I went and got a new lock and I'm always there. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna get some good masks because the masks we were using were not very. So I yeah, I got those ones and it worked a lot better today than prior. Glad to hear it. Don't and want I, you getting all that stuff up in your lungs. Right. Always hacking up brown stuff after that it's never fun <laughs> well you man you do anything fun did it this weekend or today uh yeah i did today today was pretty cool i i got some new golf clubs over the weekend so today i tried them out at the driving range and that was super fun and then i went and saw uh the new spider-verse movie Ooh, tell me about that. Is it good? Yeah, very good. Good. Very, very good. I I like, I guess it's like, I, I didn't know this going in, but there's like another one coming out pretty soon. That's what I heard too, yeah. So this one's definitely like a part one. Yeah. Uh, ends, ends on a bit of a cliffhanger and a to be continued. However, it's a long movie. Um. It doesn't really feel that long. And, uh, you know, it it really, it might be better than the first one. It really might be. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Lots I was of good stuff. I was curious if it would be better than the first one or not, because it's like, it might be trying to do too much, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they do. I right don't on. think they do. Yeah. I'm wanting to see it because I love the first one. So Same, man. It's... The only... Only downside of the first one was I hated Kingpin's design. Yeah, well, that's fair. The uh, do you know who the villain is? Not really. Like, okay, I won't say. I know, it I know, like Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and then like I've seen some spoilerish memes online where it looks like maybe the villain is a different uh, Miles from a different universe or something like that. Hmm. No, you're you're off, but that's okay because okay. that means that it'll be nice and, yeah. and fresh for you. Um, but the the villain is is a little bit not unsettling per se, but just like I don't know, just kind of weird, weird looking. I'll say that. But oh wait, it's the spot, right? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that, but I didn't think he was gonna be the main villain. Yeah, they uh, they found a way to make him more imposing than he normally is. So that's, that's good. That's cool. Um, 
but yeah, really good stuff, man. Uh, lots of fun cameos. And, uh, you know, you see lots of cool spider designs. So good stuff. Right on, dude. You know, you know, Dan Slott's just like loving this. He's like making all of the, the you know, all like the five bucks that he probably makes per each one because Marvel doesn't pay their people at fucking all. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, he, the royalties money should be better than what he normally gets, right? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's, I'm sure, okay, first off, I'll, I'll actually go into this because I saw some tweets that, the other day i'm like oh yeah i should talk about this and i forgot to write it down so i'll i just kind of jogged my memory but i just remember the royalties that they get for movies are not a lot because like the, they always have to split it it's like if i remember right with devin grayson said she was like for her creating florence Pugh's character when that when it appears in the movie she could get up to ten thousand dollars but she then had to split it with the rest of the creative team and then they they found all these other ways to mark it down. So I think she ended up getting like twenty five hundred <laughs> off of a billion dollar movie, right? <laughs> but um, okay, so here is a fun little thing I saw. This uh, this person uh, Kwanza Osejefo probably terribly destroyed that name, so I apologize. But uh, they tweeted. It's like, just going to put this out on the main. Well, DC had me lying to some creators to get them working for less than their average page rate. I signed vouchers to high-profile writers for $10,000 per issue. You read that number right. Comics broke me. And then, yeah, so he was talking about DC. But then Heather uh, Antos was like, and this doesn't uh, just go for higher talent. As an assistant editor, I would sign vouchers for talent who had made more for a single issue than Marvel would pay me a, in a year. And then <laughs> Peter Krauss added on to this. He's like, let me add, my page rate went down between my first, the Eisner-nominated Daredevil Road Warrior, and my second job at Marvel, down nearly 20%. Ahoy Comics pays me better than Marvel. I just thought that was crazy. That, you know, it's like, wow, you just really can't pay people. You just really don't want to pay people. Like, I get the comics are kind of like... You just hear shit from like people out on the outside. They're always saying like, yeah, it's, this isn't what makes them money and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but the IP is still making them money. So you'd think you'd want to at least pay these people. But yeah, yeah. it's like, I, I understand that there's, um, you know, inflation and just uh, cost of living and all that over the years. But like, Man, what were they getting paid back when comics were a quarter? You know right. what I mean? And like, what were they getting paid? And when Jack Kirby was like doing all of it, like what mm -hmm. was Jack, you know, like probably not much. <laughs> no, probably not much. And I feel like, I feel like whatever they were getting paid when comics were a quarter, that's what they're getting paid now. It's just right. that extra, you know three dollars and 75 cents are just going straight to marvel um, yeah because i i just don't get <clears> with like these guys because well me and nick were talking about that with peter david he had peter david had the joe fix it book out but he wasn't getting like he must have got paid all up front for it because he wasn't getting any money from that book coming in when he was going through his health issues and he was needing help it's just yeah. like what what the hell <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know all these creators would be so fucked without stuff like Hero Initiative and uh, right, and all the other creators just pitching in. And it's and it's one thing too though when it's like back in the day before the movies really took off. I'm like, yeah, Hero Initiative was necessary because comics weren't making a lot of money there, you know. But now with the movies and it's like being a billion dollar industry with this, you know, superhero shit, it's like Hero Initiative shouldn't be have to be a thing. I mean, I'm I'm glad it is, but it shouldn't have to be. Yep. <laughs> totally agree. It is such a shit show. I I love the industry, but I don't love that part of the industry. Yeah. All right. Shall we talk about some news? I don't even know yeah. how we got there. Uh, it was because we were talking about Dan Slott's royalties. Because like, oh, Mar- Spider-Man. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Marvel Marvel has notor- is notoriously known for not paying royalties for Pete, you know, for or well for royalties. So like, it's just like he's probably getting a check that's going to say like five dollars, but he might have got put in it. So maybe he's getting some, you know, SAG rights too. So that might help. <laughs> Yeah, some, some SAG insurance like Jason Aaron or uh, Ed Brubaker joked about. He's like, I got better stuff from just being in the movie than I did actually making Winter Soldier. Yeah, <laughs> well, I you know. Say what you will about Slot. I hope he is in the movie for that reason. Yeah, hundred percent. I want I want all these creators to to make their money for their creations, even if I don't care for them. Yeah. So, and you know, I mean, Dan Slot's very much just. He's 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 Anakin Skywalker for me. You know, he was the chosen one. He was wonderful, and then he just betrayed me. So I'm I'm waiting for him to kill the Emperor. You know, yeah, <laughs> it could it could happen. It could. You know, who knows? He's not Jeff Johns. Like I I, I have a few Jeff Johns. He still has me blocked on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're ever getting unblocked. I don't think so either. I don't even know what I did. Probably some. I said something mean. You you absolutely said something. I man. had to have. <laughs> but anyway, all right, let's do some news. Yep. You want to go first? Yeah, so we got some MonsterVerse news. I'll knock both those out really quick. First thing, we got MonsterVerse graphic novel set announced. Um, it's going to be a five-part MonsterVerse, or it's going to have the five MonsterVerse-related stories plus one new one. So if you bought all five of them separate... <laughs> screw you um got a cool cover that's announced i'm gonna pull that up really quick well i thought i was i had it on my phone but then it was like oh no we're gonna go away from it all right so there's what the cover looks like pretty cool yeah and yeah it's gonna be called uh legends of the monsterverse like i said pretty neat nothing that you know it's going to be nothing that's going to knock your socks off. Um, yeah, then we also got a trailer for Netflix's Skull Island, which is supposed to be in the MonsterVerse. But after I watched that trailer, I'm like, mm, I don't know how this is connected at all. What makes you say that? I mean, as someone that's seen Skull Island, I'm like, where does this Skull Island... And like from calling Skull Island to um, the... Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I don't know how this show where they're on Skull Island teaming, like fighting monsters and stuff, how that's going to fit within the greater continuity of stuff. Which is it after the Kong movie? It's supposed, it's look, it looks like it. 
So it's like, I don't know how this is going to fit. Is Kong there? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I think that's yeah. a fair question. Like, yeah. it could just be a that's, research team on... Well, because yeah, that's what I was thinking at first when I was like, it's a skull, It's called Skull Island. So, like, I was like, maybe they're going, like, they uh, the storm's gone from Godzilla versus Kong, and now it's just Skull... They found Skull Island again or whatever. You know, that's what I was saying. And then Kong shows up in the trailer. I'm like, well, that shoots that down. So I don't know. <laughs> How does Kong look? He looks cool. The animation looks cool. I like like the animation in this I like more than any of the Godzilla animes we've gotten. And, oh, so it's animated. Yes. And then uh, I also like it more than the Gamera anime that we yeah, the trailer. Because like those are like the more cel-shaded, kind of like cheap-looking animation. This one they've been working on for a while. And like from the trailer, it shows that they've been working on it because it's like actually good animation. <laughs> That's good, man. Glad to hear it. Speaking of trailers, I saw you, a couple. You bought one? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, first one, we got a season three trailer for The Witcher. Um, Henry's Last Ride. It's a. It's like a two part thing they're doing. Uh, the end of the end of June is when part one drops, and then sometime in July, part two drops. Um, whatever. I'm just bombed when I talk about that show anymore. Yeah. And then I got a trailer for The Expendables Four, which I did not know was even in development. Um, those movies are stupid, and I like them so. I was excited to see that trailer. I, I was a little surprised. A lot of the, a lot of the bigger names that were in the first three, aren't back for this. It's still got Stallone, Statham, uh, Randy Couture, and I think like that's it. Like there's no mm -hmm. Terry Crews. Oh, Dolph Lundgren's in it. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, there's like Fifty Cent and Megan Fox. Which is a downgrade compared to some of those. Oh, but Tony Jaw is back. I think he was in number three. And I'm a big fan of his. So it's whatever. Like, it doesn't matter who's in it. It's still going to be an Expendables movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but the action's always cool. I still respect Stallone for doing this at fucking 78 or whatever he is. Yeah. And Statham is always great in these movies. So. Looking forward to that one. Have you watched any of those before? Dude, we saw one in theaters together. You know I never remember that. I mean, that one's a memorable one to remember, though, because as... if Okay, set the scene. You were wearing a Nightwing shirt. And then we were watching the movie. And then this very upset person was like, Fuck this movie! Fucking bullshit! Fuck! You know, just yelling so upset and we were like what is wrong with him and then as we're walking it's like no this is fucking bull that's a fucking awesome shirt but fuck this move and <laughs> i do kind of remember that part and i've seen number two i've not seen number three okay you like him i like the first one and i, I like the second one the second one was really like it was just like first one seemed like they weren't sure what they were doing and the second one was like oh you want to watch this for stupid we'll make it stupid you yeah. know, and then, like, I hear the third one got even dumber, but. Yeah, I don't remember. One of them, one of them stone cold is, like, one of the bad guys. I think that's the first one, wasn't it? Is it? 
I thought. Okay. Well, anyway, I just like watching him getting the shit beat out of him like he does to women. Yeah, well, the the thing I heard was, he's like, yeah, I'll be the bad guy if you let me just beat up some women. They're like, no. <laughs> he's like, oh, man. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something real there for a second. You really had me going. He's <laughs> <sighs> like, I guess I'll just do that at home like I do all the time. You know, me, Stone Cold, the wife beater. It's like, that's weird we, that that's your whole name. But okay, We, we bud. know, though. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, we'll talk about this. Daredevil Born Again has shut down production due to the writer's strike. So... I think that's going to be a pretty normal thing for different stuff that we are interested in. Just going to, you know, production keeps it down because they don't want to pay the writers. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Very <laughs> relevant. And I, I wonder how long it's going to go on because it's been, it's been like a month so far. It's been a month it's so far. I think it's going to like really start affecting when, people stop paying for their streaming services like when they run out of shit to watch then it's gonna start mattering but until then they i don't think they're gonna care i think they're gonna keep you know pushing it <laughs> yeah um okay before all my comic stuff i've got one video game thing what is this the waiting room podcast i know i said it wrong <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm bringing it up because they're not as big as Sonic fans as me and probably not bringing it up. But uh, anyway, Sega announced a new Sonic the Hedgehog game this week. It's called Sonic Superstars. It's a new uh, like classic side-scrolling Sonic game. Um, kind of like Generations, where it was a mix of 3D and uh, 2D Sonic. Okay. I was thinking like that uh, Mario Wii game that we that you used to force me to play. Oh no, no, different, different. I gotcha. Um, but there's like some new gimmicks in this one. It looks really cool. Um, you can play as Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. So that's pretty neat. They're adding other characters in there. Um, yeah, just really looking forward to it. I just, I just love the th the thought where they're like. How like I don't I don't get this with Sonic. It's like yeah, you can be Sonic, you can be you know like he's super fast. You can be Tails. He's kind of fast, but he can fly. Knuckles. He's got he can climb. He can glide. You can be Amy. What what's she do? Fucking hammers the hammer. It's like oh okay. Does she go fast? No, she's got a car. Maybe in Sonic R. Everyone had a car at Sonic R. <laughs> no, they did not, my friend. I know, but that, that was the whole gist of the game. The gist of the game? <laughs> <laughs> you know I didn't say that. <laughs> um, but no, so it's just it's just hilarious to me where someone's like, oh, the Come sights. On, you, you know why Amy's a playable character. They wanted a lady character. Okay, but I mean, there's like Sonic lore has some better female characters than Amy. Maybe in the Ken Penders verse. Well, not even Ken Penders verse, in, the, in all fairness, because Princess Sally... I was kidding. The, the old rabbit lady. 
Well, Sally is from Ken's from the, time. From his time, but she first appeared in the, the cartoon. Yeah, I suppose so. And then same yeah. with the the old robot rabbit or cyborg rabbit. And then there's there's old Cream. <laughs> well, Cream is playable in all the uh, Sonic Advance games. Yeah, she's got to be probably the most... Like, I only remember her from the TV show. She had to be the most useless character in those games. I think that, yeah, I mean, they made her fast just for the sake of it. But oh, okay. I don't Those think ears blow, extra. like, blowing in the, like. Right. She's not um, aerodynamic at all. But I, they, they could totally do, like, Tangle, Tangle and Whisper from, uh, or, uh, you know, from the new series. Is or the, what, What's the girl that they threw in in Sonic Boom? Because there's Amy, and then there's also the. Oh, Sticks. She yeah. was super annoying. Get her in there. Yeah. I don't know. There really are a lot that they could choose from from yeah. the comics. Instead, they're just like, oh, let's go with old reliable. I mean, even though Sega owns all of it, it could still be a thing where they can't show up in other things. You I know? gotcha. All well, right. I'll get my last three things really sure. quick. Uh, actress Zazie Beats says... She's not gonna be in dirt uh in Deadpool three, so that's too bad because even though I didn't see the second Deadpool, I know they were like pushing her a lot as Domino in in it, and then now they're just like, ah, she's not in this. Maybe she's fibbing. Maybe. Are you or would you be mad if she's not in it? Did you like her in the Deadpool 2? Yeah, she was fine, but I'm not really getting worked up one way or the other over a Deadpool yeah. movie. Fair enough. Uh, Superman Lois has been renewed for another season. So, you know, if you're watching that, that's probably pretty cool. I hear it genuinely is pretty cool. Yeah, same here. I think it probably helped that it's kind of gotten away from the CW. I think that's probably helped it a lot. But it's also like the last thing at this point. Well, I think technically the CW shit is just dead. Like CW, like, you know, and then this is now on Max. Mm, so i okay. think that's i think that's one of the things that's kind of helped it and then lastly seth rollins rumored character in the next captain america has been revealed as possibly king cobra because apparently he's finished up filming which i didn't even know he was going to be in it but yeah is he a wrestler he is a wrestler he so i know you're a big indie wrestling fan so you probably know him as tyler black <laughs> you know from his roh days right jake Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I know that one because John <laughs> talks about it a lot. Ring of Honor. There you go, bud. Nice. Yeah, why did he switch names? Did he have to when he switched companies? Pretty much for like a long, like there was a bit, good bit of stretch of time where if you were coming from like the indies or whatever, they, Vince or whoever, you know, was like doing stuff would make you change your name because they didn't want, they wanted to own your name when you're in WWE so that they could you know, basically copyright even after you're gone. And then, so they'd always have people change up their names. But then like, I'm trying to think when the, when it kind of stopped, there was like, I think AJ Styles was like the one where like, he was a name. Like he was one of the few guys that was like a proper name, like not just with indie wrestling fans that when he came over, they're just like, you get to keep your name, bud. And he's like, okay, cool. And so like, you know, some of them don't have to, but for the most part, they all just, they don't they don't get to keep their name 
So I imagine his name is neither Tyler Black nor Seth Rollins. It isn't. I don't know what his real name is. I guess he wouldn't want the WWE to own your real name. Although well, I don't know that they could. Yeah, so that's the thing. So like um WrestleCast. Um but so there's this wrestler, his name was the Ultimate Warrior. His real name was Jim Helwig. After he left WWE, he got pissed off and he just changed his name to The Warrior. So then he could then sell stuff with The Warrior written on it and make money off of it. And WWE couldn't do anything. Then there's the big guy, Ryback. His name, I don't remember his real name now. Doesn't matter. He changed it legally to Ryback. So he can then keep using this thing that he, you know, made all of his money with WWE, he can now just use that as a way to make money now. Did the, did the WWE like later put that in contracts? Like you can't change your name or whatever? Probably not. Cause like if you look at the two people that did, one was a certified nut job and the other one is just the big guy, the big idiot Ryback. So <laughs> it's not, you know, and I also think if like, in my personal opinion, if you're like a proper talent, like I'll also use Kevin Kevin Owens. Okay, he's very talented. He came over. He was Kevin Steen on the Indies, and then he came over, had to change his name to Kevin Owens. If they copyright that name, he'll be able to go back on the Indies as Kevin Steen. And then there's some wrestlers like uh, Ruby Riot. She used to be some like something Soho, and then so now she's Ruby Soho. And because she's using Ruby, right? You know, and it just works because she's like, oh, I can use my old name and then use a new one, make money that way. Like, if you're a fucking smart wrestler, you can figure out how to ways around it to make it work. Ryback just wasn't that fucking smart. So that's part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fair enough. There you go. There's there's all the wrestling intel for you folks. Yeah. And hey, if you guys like this, give us 10,000 likes and $30. (laughs) And we'll do a wrestle cast once a year yep <laughs> that's the only way you can get me to get into it but it's going to be talking about the whole year so it'll be december 31st jake will have to have watched every single type of wrestling thing and then we'll talk about it for probably like 12 hours it'll i was gonna say man can podcast. you imagine how long that episode would be <laughs> can you imagine our notes for that I'd look like a fucking crazy person's I don't want to imagine it. <laughs> We'd be like, we both be like char- the Charlie Day meme. Yeah, I know. But I don't want to get to that point. So yeah. may- maybe save your likes for the show. No, no, no. Give it to us. We <laughs> want it. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, Okay, so real quick. It was announced this week that DC is doing a swimsuit issue this summer. Did you see the name for it, Casey? No, I didn't. Okay. It's called Norts Illustrated. <laughs> nice. That's I the know, best name ever. I have yeah. a I have a feeling I know who's gonna be the first person buying that one at your store. Who? Old Preston, because uh Nort. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we should have had Nort on the Smasher Pass. Well, we already knew it's a smash for all three of us. True. That's true. <laughs> I wanna say. And I always mix these two guys up, as you know, but it's either Tim Seeley or Steve Orlando is like uh, like the top build writer on that. So the, the thing is, 
I could see either of them being the top build writer on that. Too. Well, sure. Yeah. And that, that's not a dig or anything. No, but it's like, cause Tim Seeley had that one book where he co-wrote where it was like heavy in the sex. And then Steve Orlando it's called money shot. Yeah. It's and still then, going on. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was still going on. And then um, Steve Orlando, if you follow his Twitter, it's like, yeah, I could see him a hundred percent doing something like this. Cause like he seems goofy enough. So, <laughs> yep. Um, Let's see, I'm trying to find the actual info on it. It looks like some of the art, man, the art lineup is nuts. There's going to be art by Amanda Connor, Paul Pelletier, Nicholas Scott, Mikel Hanin, Jeff Decal, Daniel Sampier, Gleb Melnikov, Derek Chu, Art Germ. Emanuela Lupacino, Joel Jones, Megan Wang, Terry Dodson, Joe Canones, Otto Schmidt, Michael Allred, Jenny Friesen. I mean, it's just like a ton of people. Yeah. So um, it is Steve Orlando. Okay. And, you know, some, some of those other creators might be writing as well, but I you know how they do these issues where there's like a framing story. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's also going to be, well, they, they've been doing a lot of uh, swimsuit, just variants. I think they did some last year too, which were great, but the one, <laughs> the one for Nightwing this year <laughs> is just so silly. So silly. But, uh, okay. Moving along. Al Ewing is going to be launching an Avengers Inc. later this year. Um, it's going to be a team led by Wasp against a character called Victor Shade, who was Victor Stone, who I guess is who the Vision, like the Vision's identity. I don't know if you're familiar at all, Casey. Mm, not right off. Okay. Well, apparently Victor Stone... Uh, gets gets a little evil bug inside of him. Goes by Victor Shade. Uh, there's some murder, and Wasp puts together a team to solve that. So, okay. could be pretty neat. Um, you know, if you don't like Al Ewing like Casey, you're probably not going to dig it. But I think the premise at least sounds pretty neat. It'll probably be like a five issue thing. I honestly think. A five issue thing with Al Ewing would be pretty awesome until he goes like, no, I want it to be a hundred things instead. <laughs> All right. And then Jonathan Hickman and Brian Hitch are relaunching the Ultimates universe. No idea why. I I truly, truly don't know who's asking for this other I don't than know. those two. The thing is, I'm as someone that never read, I think I've read one issue of anything Ultimate related. But, or no, I have, I have two, two issues Ultimate related. But it was a good idea on paper, just like the new 52 was a good idea on paper. It's just, they let it go too long. They got bad writers doing it. I don't think Hickman and Brian Hitch should be the ones to do it. I think, honestly, if you want to do Ultimates, you should use that as like a um like a i don't know like a proving ground so you get these like other writers these new younger writers and just be like here you go and then let them write whatever the hell they want and then you can look and be like oh this is selling well this you know this person's this thing is selling really well 
we can put them on another book, like a one of the, the 616 books instead and do it that way. And, you know, do Ultimate Universe is just like a digital only. Sorry, Jake, comic book shop owner. But <laughs> do like yeah. a digital only type of thing and then have just basically be see what works and see what doesn't work. It's not a bad idea. Not a but then bad also idea. make it different and don't make it different in like the crackhead way that they did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been told about stuff that happens. I've seen panels from stuff that happens and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if they really needed an incest thing between uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. I don't know if that was necessary. But it happened. I don't know if we needed a Tony and Wasp sex tape. I don't know if the wasps need to be eaten, ate by the blob. You know, like, there's things that they did wrong. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, we'll see if we get that again. Yeah. But it's going to start with that. Uh, I forget what it's called. Ultimate something. But anyway, that's going to kick it off, and then they'll go into a proper series, and I imagine spinoffs after that. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, do your local comic shop a favor and let them know which of that stuff you want beforehand. Because that is one of those things where it's like, who knows how it's going to sell if people wanted it all. So, uh Yeah. If you have a pull list somewhere, let them know if you want it. Um, I will not want it. Me either. <laughs> okay, and then finally, this is really funny. So, quick little story. Uh, last Wednesday, a listener of the show and poll customer of my shop, Eric, comes in and he's like, dude, I'm listening to your podcast on the way here and you're talking about the birds of uh, prey relaunch. And you said, it's not going to happen, but I want big Barda on the team. He's like, as I'm listening to that, I'm scrolling through a comic news site. And right there, it says big Barda confirmed for the new birds of prey. So it's like, hot damn, what perfect timing and also, thank you, Kelly Thompson, for giving me what I wanted. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't like that he's, you know, he's not giving us 100% attention. So I'm a little disappointed, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the other two members were also announced. We've got Zealot from the Wildcats. Character I know precisely fuck all about, but she looks cool. And then... Uh, on my notes, I said one more to go, probably Harley Quinn. And then the next day it was announced it is Harley Quinn. Yeah. We knew it was coming. Harley sells. And, uh, you know, as much as I adore most of that team, they needed somebody that was going to sell. They needed their Batman, right? And yeah. They got that through Harley. So now that it's all been announced, Casey, what do you think of that team? And are you going to check it out? I'm going to check it out, but I think... For the rest of the members of the team, I think Bart is a bit too much for it. It's like, what what are they going to do where Bart is like, oh, guys, you know, I could really use your street leveler le type of help on this one. It makes me think, are they going to 
amplify the others for some reason, like just for the series, or are they going to make it so that Barda somehow gets depowered? Yeah. Or maybe, and I, I hope it's not this, but maybe for this one, they're just going to go to Apocalypse, and that's why they need Barda. Maybe. You know? And that that would be super fun. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, Mister Miracle's been you know, was the damsel in distress, and she's like, I need to get a team together. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fun. Uh, also, to date this episode, the Denver Nuggets just won the NBA championship. Oh, cool! Congrats um, to them. I know Nikola Jokic is listening to this now. Still not a fan, yours, sir. Congrats. Yeah. I, I will say I don't like Zealot's costume design in this, but other than that, it's it's great. Is it different than Wildcats? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What don't you like about it? I don't know. I think it might be just the art style, but look kind of frumpy to me. Like Zealot's like much more sleek. Like, don't get me wrong. Normally Zealot's very uh skimpy clothing too, but I don't know. The the way the art was done just looked she looked boxy. Because like you could make that costume look really cool, and it just didn't. Like I guess it just didn't work for me. Yeah, maybe it will be, and yeah. uh, you know, in interior form. Yeah. All right. So, unfortunately, the USPS uh, at some point just said Casey is not getting these fucking comics, and they ripped the label on the box. So that box of comics came back to me and uh, therefore Casey didn't get to read any of his comics this week. So but we do have some good news. We're going to be, you're going to get to get a chance to hear me talk even more later this week. Cause we are dropping an episode of anime boys this Thursday. Yep. Be and ready. it's not, <laughs> and just, uh, we, we need to preface this too. We promised it would be Soul Eater. But that show was so bad, my computer deleted the file with it on because it's like, <laughs> no, this show is garbage. No one needs to ever see it or even talk about it because it is just a dog shit show. So we're going to be talking to you, Hawk Show. Yeah. Uh, but I like Soul Eater. So... You know, it's just one of those things where Casey probably hated it so much that he deleted it himself and then blamed it on his computer. No, you it, monster. It ate my soul watching <laughs> that show. Like, well, then you my should love God. it for its accuracy. I'm just, I'm just sitting there going, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I would we rather, don't, we don't need I to would, get into this. I would rather watch. The lady from Gundam yell, I'm a roll for three hours straight while taking a potato peeler to my groin, then watch another episode. I I think that's that's being dramatic. Four hours. <laughs> you're you're an absolute drama queen for that. Twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So check it um, out. <laughs> yep, it'll be cool. Yu Yu Haka show. You know, if you've never seen it before, you will have two days to watch the first six episodes yeah. so that you know what we're talking about. And it's really good. Like this, unlike, not to spoil the episode, but 
It's really good. You should check mm-hmm. it out. Yep. All right. But the comics that I read this week, I've got Daredevil 12, Sonic 61, Steelworks number one, Dark Knights of Steel 11, Batman 136, and Loki number one. All right. I'll be brief. And uh, I will also not spoil anything on those issues that Casey will be reading. Yeah, it's like I forgot Daredevil came out because I remembered the like the last issue of Flash came out this week. I'm like, man, this was a good week for me. And it's <sighs> yep. USPS. <laughs> uh, okay. Daredevil. It's written by Chip Zdarsky. Art's done by Marco Cicchetto. It's real good. It's real good. Uh, lots and lots of stuff between um, Matt and Electra, and also uh, a character from a previous run that I don't know anything about. Um, but dang, they sure did look cool. So it makes me want to go back and read that series. Um, is it Blind Spot? It is blind spot. Nice. I like blind spot. Yeah. Well, Chetto makes him look so cool. Um, yeah. And I can't say anything about the ending, but I just that that last issue is just gonna be bonkers. So yeah. Now personal question time, bud. You when we first when Charles Soul first took over, you were reading his run and you liked it more than me, but I kind of stuck with it and you just didn't. Why didn't you stick with it? Well, that was I. I wasn't sticking with anything at that time. Oh, okay. I mean, that was that was before we were doing this, where I was like holding yeah. myself accountable to read stuff. So, I got gotcha. just I just wasn't reading anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't think of anything that I disliked about it. So, I guess I give it a ten. All right. I, I'm just again. I'm going to say this, and for those listening. If you like uh, Zdarsky's run, I would say check out um, Charles Soule's run. It's really, really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it. Like I said, it's, it was like such a a switch from Mark Wade's run, and I didn't like it because like he didn't he did one of those things that's like pretty common now, where it's like yeah, a bunch of stuff happened between this last issue and then the one month time that this new one came out from the continuity that you know and this know, and we're not going to tell you until. 15 issues in and that annoys the crap out of me but as a standalone series it's still really fun right on all right next we've got sonic 61 and the creative team on that story is by evan stanley or yvonne stanley and art by adam bryce thomas and this issue is pretty cool. It's basically just a big fight between Metal and then, like, all the others. And I love Metal. He's the coolest Sonic character. So that's always fun. Um, but Shadow kind of saves the day doing his Chaos Control on the uh, kind of fake Chaos Emeralds. And this is a pretty good... Like, you can tell this is the end of the arc, because even 
even Shadow, like some of Shadow's crew joins all of Sonic and his friends for like a little picnic at the end. Um, you know, just because they beat Robotnik in his yeah. evil chaos emerald city. It's a very my hero academia thing. It's like we need to we need a cooldown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except the difference is this is for like two pages yeah. and not an entire fucking arc. <laughs> um but anyway. Rouge has at the end she has like this artifact from Angel Island. Angel Island is where the Master Emerald is and it's where Knuckles lives. And Amy's like, what the hell, Rouge? Like, you shouldn't have this. Knuckles should have it. And Rouge is like, yeah, whatever. She gives it up. And Amy's like, well, I'll take it to him. So next month, uh, I just like the preview cover. It's just going to be Knuckles and Amy hanging out on Angel Island. And I think that could be pretty fun. It's Knuckles. He's like, you have my thing. And he's just beating the crap out of her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, give it back. I mean, like, I'm trying. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be pretty funny. Um, yeah, really like above average issue of Sonic for sure. So I'm gonna give it an eight. Thanks, man. All right. Next, we've got Steelworks number one. It's written by Michael Dorn. What just a stupid joke. So, whenever we'll be like out farming and we'll see someone that has like you know, at, like there's a guy named uh, Green, uh, Green. Like I don't remember. Like let's just say Green. So there's Green Farms on the trucks. My grandpa would always say, "Like hell he does." So I hear Steelworks. It's like, "Like hell he does." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, gosh, now I'm gonna think of that whenever I see this title. Uh, anyway, it's written by Michael Dorn with art by uh, Sammy Basri. And it was pretty a-okay. Lots of setup, like lots of dialogue, um, which is understandable. I'm not going to knock it too hard for that. You kind of need that on a Steel book when Steel hasn't had a book since the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, lots of stuff with uh, uh, N- Natasha. That's his niece, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, Steel is uh, well. You 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 picked it up, so I'm not going to say anything. Uh, Steel's just doing something very interesting in Metropolis, and I don't know how the supers are going to react to it. So I I'm definitely interested in where it's going. Especially since it's just going to be a mini series, like the next issue would have to be pretty bad for me to not just stick out the six issues. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. <clears throat> Dark Knights of Steel, number 11, written by one Thomas Taylor, with art by Yasmin Putri. This book is pretty neat, um, but dude, it just, it takes so long between issues that, like, it really brings it down, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, It's going to read great when it's collected, I think, but essentially the White Martians are the big bad, so 
the superpowered kingdoms or non-superpowered kingdoms are just going to have to team up to fight the White Martians in the last issue, and then everybody will live happily ever after. I know that's how it's going to end. But at the end of this, there's a twist where it turns out Amanda Waller is working with the White Martians. So we'll see how that plays out in the final issue, but it's probably not going to matter because who cares if Amanda Waller is working against Superman and Wonder Woman and all these superpowered people? I'm going to say this right now, and and this is why I've not read a single issue, but I have a feeling the closing page or like the last panel you're gonna get the reveal that one of the characters is a white martian it's like two is this over maybe not maybe we'll have another one we'll see we'll report back in three months when it comes out next year next year (laughs) um all right, Batman 136. I'd like to point out this art germ cover of Robin because it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know how I felt about this run, Casey, so far. Yeah. This was my favorite issue so far. Mm. Really, really liked it. Um, there are a couple of things that are like, eh, whatever. But I don't know. Do you want me to talk about it or not? Go ahead. Okay. I mean, if it's good, it doesn't really matter if shit gets spoiled. If you're like, fail safe with his dad, I'll be like, oh, that's crazy, crazy (laughs) thing to find out. But cool. You know, like I'm excited to see where this goes. But, you know. Okay. Well, basically, everyone's trying to check in on Bruce and he's like, I'm fine. Quit talking to me. And clearly he's not fine. So he gets this alert uh, about something. Well, maybe not an alert. He just goes back to Wayne Manor because he knows that's where Failsafe was created. And someone is broken in and they're upstairs. So he goes up there and it's all of the kids are in the kitchen, like making breakfast. And uh, they're essentially like, this is the only way we could get you here to like intervention, essentially, right? I do love bacon and pancakes. (laughs) 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 But it isn't so much an intervention as like all of them just genuinely want to have a meal with him. And it's really good. It's really, really good stuff. Um, Oh, I didn't say who was on creative duty um it's chip zadarsky but the art is bellin ortega and their art's really good uh really really good you can tell that they they're close to jimenez but uh but good really good in their own way um but it's nice like even jason is there and duke um so yeah they all kind of talk to Bruce about stuff, and then we get a backup. That's essentially how uh, Failsafe gets created. So, Is uh oh, what's her name there? Harper Rowe. Did she not get the invite? No, she did not get the invite. <laughs> She's just sitting by her phone, like I really hope Bruce is okay. <laughs> They're like, did nah. you invite Harper? Fuck no, <laughs> that nerd. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's Dick, Barbara, Jason, Tim, Damien, Duke, and the Batgirls. <laughs> She's going to see the uh, Instagram post and be so upset. <laughs> right. Or just like check their location. Yeah. They're all together. <laughs> She's going, oh, man, again. <laughs> DC doesn't care about Harper Row. Um, so yeah, because of that nice, you know, those nice character moments and just the fact that Failsafe was minimally in it, I'm gonna give it like an 8.5. I really genuinely liked reading this issue. The one thing I, I hate about Zadarsky's run, though, outside of Failsafe, is just the fact that like the last time we saw anything with like Gotham, it's like Failsafe took it over. Yep. And then now there's like we're gonna have some we're gonna have a nice grand slam for daddy bruce <laughs> yeah dude they don't even as far as i remember they don't even mention like failsafe or like what's going on with Gotham, any of that yeah i, I like to think bruce is like so uh, how's Gotham? like failsafe's doing a wonderful job <laughs> like we no don't pride. need any of us dude. yeah we that's why we're able to make you breakfast bud and he's like oh should we kill him still? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I just hope Chip is listening and like taking down notes. He's like, how did they know what was gonna happen? All right. And then lastly, and it will be my pick of the week. Got Loki number one. Loki, it's his pick of the week. Haha, <laughs> on God, no cap. W Riz. <laughs> Anywho, it's written by Dan Waters with art by Jermon Peralta. And man, it's it's cool. It's really cool. So Dan Waters clearly knows some Norse mythology stuff. Because the whole thing is that mythology Loki built a ship, like a really powerful ship out of the fingernails of the dead. Pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the first couple, or well, first page just shows like what the Norsemen would do to their dead. They like groomed them before, uh, burying them so that you know loki couldn't take their nasty long fingernails to make a ship out of them so it just showed them like trimming beards and trimming nails and all that jazz um and also the narrator of the story is kind of the the ship um but it's you know it's one of those things where the ship is talking about like us as if it's like one person but multiple at the same time. Uh also the interior art really good. Like there's there's Papa Thor there. Looks oh, really good, nice. right? Yeah. Um but Thor goes to find Loki, who's just like on vacation in Florida, just hanging out. And Thor's like what are you doing? You're supposed to be a king of Jotunheim. Like, why aren't you there? He's like, oh, don't worry. The giants, they're they're keeping busy. And it, it cuts, and it shows that Loki, like, taught them all how to read. 
And he was like, you all have to read all of these books before I get back. So the giants learn to read. And then they read this old Norse story about Loki's boat. And they're like, well, God, now we can use that boat to take Jotunheim back for ourselves. So it's like Loki set them up to dethrone him, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. But it's not all comedy. Like, that's just Dan Waters is just a good fucking writer. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, they two of them steal the boat. They crash it into the world tree. And the boat like breaks up into three pieces and it scatters. So now it's very much like a video game where they have to go collect the pieces of the Mm -hmm. boat so that, you know, an evil ship shouldn't be just out there, right? For people to gather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some stuff with like the dwarves happens because one of the, some of the dwarves find a piece of that boat and they form it into an axe but it drives them crazy and now he just wants to fight and also the ice giants want to fight so loki's trying to stave off war because he's kind of a good guy for the last you know couple of years um and there's just there's just a lot of cool stuff being set up while also being hilarious and also leaning into norse mythology it's everything i wanted in this book yeah uh it's so good if you like Loki or like Norse mythology, check it out. It's just going to be a mini series, uh, but man, it's just so good. It's so good. I loved it. Ten out of ten. Pick of the week. Right on, man. So, what are you excited for in the coming week? Um, I am excited for Moon Knight. Because that's coming to an end and it makes me extremely sad. You know, I'm also going to say probably that Static book. I know it's just like a team up one shot, but Static doesn't normally get those. So I'm hoping that it's fun. And the last one I'll say is probably, you know, I'll, I'll be I'll be Mr. Crazy Pants here and I'll say Black Panther. Okay. So we had talked about trying that out, and uh, now it's time to pony up. Yeah. So I'm going to say Green Lantern, because I like, I unlike Jake, I like the first one a whole bunch. And then I'm going to say Nasty, because that's just, like, at worst, it's been very good so far. And it's like, it's always nice having just a book that you don't know what the hell is going to happen next. And then Superman Lost. It's really fucking good. Sure is. All right, so now Father's Day is this weekend. So give me the best dads in comic books or characters you just want to call daddy. Or. <laughs> uh, I mean, first of all, I think like the biggest daddy, you got to give it to Hercules. Yeah, like if I mean, anyone, if anyone's gonna fit that persona, I think it would be him. I mean, it's really I. I'm gonna say this. I think Daddy's just a. It's just a state of whatever you want it to be, whatever floats your boat. You know. Sure. So if you're like, yeah, I want the the blonde hunky Thor, and that's you know, and that's who you think is Daddy, then that's who you think is Daddy. I want a big pile of rocks. Yeah, the you want thing is Daddy. Yeah. 
You want uh, you want a short, hairy guy? Well, Rain's your daddy. Oh, I thought you were going to say Puck. Oh, you want a really <laughs> short, hairy guy that speaks French-Canadian? Puck's your boy. Yep. Um. Okay, best fathers in comics. I mean, we got to go Clark for one of them, I think. Uh, I'm not going to say Bruce, because let's be real, he's a horrible father. (laughs) And anybody that says that is lying to themselves. Um, Gosh, there are just so many characters that I love that are bad dads. It's really tough to think of, like, the good ones. Oh, Alfred. Yep. Alfred's one of the best fathers. Probably the best father. Um... like i gotta say one more um i don't know is reed a good dad uh no i i don't think anyone would say that okay i think he's like adequate at best (laughs) how about like scott lang yeah i'd say he's okay but i think you got one more because you said unless you're just counting your thor's daddy oh um I think this counts because there's comics out there. I'm going to say Geralt of Rivia. Okay. So I'll say John Kent is a damn good father. Mm, Yep. And then I was going to say Alfred, but since you took Alfred, I'll go with, um, what's his name? I had it. Um, The New God. Um, It would be Mr. Miracle's biological daddy. And Orion's adopted daddy. Dark side? No, the Orion's no, uh, because they did the the kid swap. You're thinking high father? High father. Because clearly he's a good father. I mean, he's got he his his sperm brought up Mr. Miracle and then his uh he raised Orion, and it's like you can make that like somewhat functioning. Good on you, bud. <laughs> then uh, I'll say Uncle Ben. I mean, mm, like he was one. a good, good one until he got shot. And then let's go with Wolverine was not a good father. Like he was a good father to the students, but not to his son. Um, let's say. Trying to think of a, I'll go Wally. I wanted to go with a Marvel character, but Marvel's like full of angst, so I can't really think of a good Marvel one. Yeah. Well, I think Wally. Wally's a fair choice. Yeah, especially if you read Jeremy Adams' run. He he's dang good dad. Tell us or, your favorite or Nightwing. He he liked to write Wally in that too. Yeah. So um, you know, like uh. If you have a daddy of your own that you want to talk about, leave us a comment down below. Who's your comic daddy? Yeah. All right. That's the end of the episode, huh? I think so. All righty. Closing plugs. Uh, If you would, please go to facebook.com slash two worlds podcast and give our page a like. You can also follow us on uh, Twitter at two underscore worlds underscore PC and on Instagram at Two Worlds Pod. You can email us at Two Worlds Podcast at gmail.com. And if you would, uh, go to our YouTube channel. It's Two Worlds Podcast on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. And tell your friends about this podcast if you can. Just be like, hey, 
we're friends, right? And then they'll go, sure. It's like, well, I did save you, you know, in the war. Like, yeah, that's true. And you said you'd do anything for me. And then they'll say, that is true also. And then you say, well, we're going cross country and we're listening to Two Worlds podcast, whether you like it or not. Like, okay, well, we're we doing cross country. We're robbing a bank. So I don't have to worry about ever, you know, ever having to take care of my kids. Uh, financially, I will just have all this gold because this will be a gold bank. <laughs> it's Fort Knox. And then you get there and there's no gold there because we're not backed by the gold gold standard anymore. I don't know where I'm going with this, but you guys will have listened to every episode. And that's how you do it. But we'd love to say in chat. But I have to dive face first into his Venus flytrap. Bye, guys. <laughs> See ya.